committee. The committee. The committee. They put their heads together and they start their own thing. Hey y'all, it's Izzy Harrison and you're tapping in with the committee. What's up guys, this is Azari Stevens and you're tapping in with the committee. Big shout out to the committee. Y'all hold it down for us. Shout out to the committee. Who are rocking with the committee? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. The committee. We, we committee. Ah. Uh. Some people ain't gonna like it and some people will. Bienvenidos, mis amigos. Welcome to another Committee Spaces on this blessed Tuesday. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's thawed their turkey. Don't. Don't. You better stop. You better stop. You missed the last stop. time already? Oh my God. Andrew's here? We got to hit like every Pac-12 conversation. We need to bring back up yeah, Sabrina hit those conversations. in the finals. Like we got to roll it back to like WNBA season and bring up Sabrina barfing in the finals. Like it's been a while. <laughs> By God, that's Richard's music. <laughs> gotta ask, he's going he's gonna to jump in now, now that he sees me in here. <laughs> it's weird having both of us on stage. Yeah. Yeah. For, of... those, for those of y'all, for those of y'all that haven't seen me in a while, Tyler is one white. I'm another white. We are not the same white. People get those We are two different often. whites. Two Italian whites, but different. Hmm. Hmm. Same, but different, but still same. <laughs> wouldn't it be the Wouldn't it be the first or the last time I got that confused? Too Shout out to my <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wait, gonna say the name. <laughs> B, why you got? Do you have? Do you have a live turkey in your house right now, B? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was now, badly. I thought it was a dolphin. <laughs> it got away from me. I tried to catch it. <laughs> so I can pluck it. <laughs> Listen, I'm from the country. We caught our food, so shoot. B said that turkey pardon has nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, be no pardons here, baby. <laughs> Congratulations on the giblets. What Keith Lee say? I got it. <laughs> so let's try it. Oh, goodness gracious. Andrew, do we have you for the whole evening? He's probably about to go fight a fire somewhere. <laughs> no, I got I got an hour. I'm in the studio tonight. There go Rashard. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Someone put right. up that signal. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. You know what? Yay. I respected the commitment to hate to lock in when <laughs> your enemy mm. is on stage. Yeah, I'm always locked in with him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, always, what? I guess. <laughs> I ain't going to stop until he fired. This is one of the most chaotic starts to a spaces. I feel like you want to see chaotic Tyler? No. 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 Johnny, let's go. Got 200 people who've been in here listening to nothing for five minutes. We're here. And we are all on time. So shout out to everybody. Appreciate the commitment, guys. <laughs> and um, we got rankings. Rankings are back. I know, you know, I know y'all missed it. We missed doing them, did we not? 
so much. I'm so oh, glad. Oh gosh, no. absolutely not. I, think, I love the Google Sheet deadline. I think if I did preseason, I would have, you know, been a little bit better with week two. Oh my! Nothing was stopping you from doing your own preseason ranking and holding on to it, Charlie. Uh oh. You right, you Tyler. Don't start. Okay. What? So, at the top. We are um I've posted it in on the summer jam screen. You can see the rest of the uh top twenty-five on the committee sportsgroup.com. Make sure you check out our website, guys. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff going on now. I mean, we always had cool stuff, but like we're expanding, so click on the website. Anyway, South Carolina's still on top. Eucla, let's talk a little Eucla. What did Eucla do to get to number two in y'all's opinion? Not lose. Okay. Also, not it, lose. It, it pretty much is that simple. Like to to write to rise up. Like obviously they're a good team, but like they didn't lose. Yeah, but. it started. It started in the off season. You know they got pieces that they need that they were missing from last year. So even if we did a preseason ranking, they would have been a top five team for me. And then a lot of the other teams that would have been top five for me lost. So it was pretty easy to put them at that number two spot. I am the biggest Pac-12 homer in this group. You don't say. A little too much. Four Pac-12 teams in the top five is like, it's a little egregious. It's probably (laughs) going to eat itself out as we go in the year. But But I think UCLA, in terms of a complete team, even with best war dealing with injury here and there, is probably the most complete team in that conference. You have all of the things that Pac-12 teams never really have. They have the elite big now with Lauren Betts. They have the athletic guard that can be a switchable defender. You have Kiki Rice, a young star coming into her own, also a switchable defender. And then you have a bunch of really good combo players and wings. They're going to be up here for a while. I don't know if they're going to be two for a while, but they're going to be up here for a while, while, I think. Okay, so moving along. Colorado still holding on strong. Uh, Stanford in the top four, in the top five at number four. Who is... Is someone cooking? Oh, my God. Oh, my bad. Yes. Oh, my... My bad. Hey, Ooh, not Greer in the kitchen. Okay, Greer in the kitchen. Thought it was beef for a second. <laughs> right? Automatically assumed it was beef. That sound like his signature pot clanging. <laughs> Don't worry. It's coming. Oh, I good. love the versatility. <laughs> we cook in multiple arenas. Um, Stanford in the top five. And what's supposed to be a year with question marks? Question mark. What are we seeing from Stanford so far? Coming. Don't worry. They're coming. Yeah, they they still have a bunch of question marks, but yeah. same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they just they just won, you know, and they have really good wins. They, they beat the do. crap out of uh, Indiana, um, and then they played a really good, uh, a decent enough Duke team, you know. Yeah, they're so, not good, but Duke. I mean, if Duke could play like that, then they could be good because they bought it to Stan- um Stanford. But yeah, Stanford struggled with them. I think Stanford has the same issue that uh, Southern Cal has in that when their star goes off the court, they are a completely different team. 
Uh, I think Stanford played well when Cameron was on the court, and then when Cameron had to get off the court because she was in foul trouble, uh, Duke was able to, like, fight their way back into the game, and Stanford looked lost. They looked really lost without Cameron on the court, so Cameron got to stay out of foul trouble. I need to see better guard play before I buy into them as a legit long-term team. Um, I mean, we've seen the Hannah Jump show enough to know what she is. I love Chloe Clardy, like she, the freshman from Arkansas. I think she is an amazing defender. She locked down, especially uh, in that OT period there against Duke. Um, but Lapolo, I, I needed to see a better improvement in her shooting, and it's still early. But there were a couple possessions there late in the game against Duke where they were daring her to shoot. And she can't be the Anna Wilson role if you don't have a Kiana Williams there. You know what I mean? Like, once that tandem broke up, you started to see Stanford get a little tilted. And I just, I need to see more of these guards. I feel like that's been the Achilles heel for them since Kiana left. They haven't been able to fill it or develop it, you could argue, in the time since. I, I, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on Stanford just yet. Even though, read read the article, committeesportsgroup.com, Cameron Brink, number mm. one pick discourse, it's coming. But you sold on Kelly. Hey, now, oh, we're not we're there. Not Come on. Whoa. Down, boy. This like, Down. This is Get him, Sean. Ron energy, dog. Like, who was even talking about Whack him? him again. Who was Get even him, talking him, about Sean. him? Rashard, you got to be, you got to take the right opportunity to attack. You're just swinging all willy-nilly. I hate, I, I hate whenever. Okay, well. I mean, that's we, how you know it's Sabrina. Exactly. No, Sabrina is everywhere. <laughs> therefore, the opportunity to hate is everywhere. Uh, Sabrina and Kelly in tandem. <laughs> so we got... um. Florida State, Yana, your daughter is holding strong at number six. Let's go. It got a little dicey when they were playing their uh, in-state rival, Florida. Look out for Florida, folks. Florida is Florida. Uh, this isn't about Florida, but Florida is playing really well right now. Um, but Florida State, shout out to them. They look really good. Uh, I think Latson's kind of still coming back from injury a little bit, so she kind of has her moments sometimes, but I think she looks really good, and they have a lot of good pieces around her, so shout out to them. Uh, Greer, your daughter and NC State are ahead of your team in UConn. How how do you feel right now? Like a proud parent, (laughs) you know what I mean? A proud parent. She came from the proper household, and she's Doing what she's supposed to do. Wait, who's she your child? Come on, don't fuck around. Don't play. When did she become your child? When she was at South Carolina? When? You don't even remember yes. your yes. Long time ago. Oh, God. Yes, Richard. Oh, wow. Oh, brother. Listen, That's listen, when you were in a hookah fog, season one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be worried about only my kids, not nobody else's. Oh, kids. yeah, and we know that's 25. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Plus. Maybe. <laughs> and some possibles. Okay, or... not, you, not you had your toes in the little South Carolina pool. Oh, my God. Here we go. Where is Loki a South Carolina fan? She just hasn't said it yet, but she looks. Just... <laughs> because <laughs> committee nephew asked. You know what I mean? I'm not a fan. Greer's even done it. She's been a part of the little game talk chant, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it on video. 
What's the other thing? Sandstorm? That's what y'all do there? Yeah. Greer got the app. <laughs> I mean, Greer done been to a, quite a I'm few South Carolina games, though. I'm also trying to get a Bojangles deal still. I, we can bring it out to the West Coast. So Hold on. Oh, <laughs> French? Hmm. Yeah, she's really trying to spread the gospel. Look I at this. Gluten for that for that biscuit. It was worth it. The you did what? Biscuits, boy. Oh I ate one of the biscuits. He, he I, really I just... anaphylactic shock. Yeah, for a, Bojangles, yeah for, like... <laughs> for a Bojangles biscuit. Yeah, I did. It was totally worth it. I'm sorry. We're gonna get back to it in a second, but like, did you have to take some Benadryl before or after? Like, oh, what? No, I, how does that work? I'm a, it was like before <laughs> Dallas Wings playoff game. It was one in Dallas, and I was like, no way, this is here. So I just stopped, and I was like, I, ain't, I'm not gonna go here and not get a biscuit. So I just stone. <laughs> Wait, what happened after you ate it though? You didn't like swell or like die? No, I, what you, think? you think I just like explode if I eat gluten? Yeah, <laughs> bro, we don't know. You take the bread off of chicken, like we don't. <laughs> You eat your glizzies raw. Like, we this don't know what's this going on. I was out of the Thanksgiving food conversation. There was nothing I could bring to it. And he eat the biscuitiest of biscuits? Yeah, it was worth it. I was fine. I ain't eat, like, That's... a whole thing, you know? I just, just enough to, to say I... Because I had one when I was a kid. Before to I was wet doing... your beak, as we like to say. <laughs> yeah. To wet, your beak. <laughs> to wet my beak. Uh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Sorry, oh sorry, I didn't God. mean to get us off track. Sorry. No, because like now I'm about to start a rumor. You fake your gluten. You just want attention. No, I'm just I'm intolerant. I don't have celiac. I ain't gonna it's preventative. I don't know any of those words. <laughs> anyway. Okay, just let's keep, keep moving. <laughs> moving back. So we have LSU in the uh nine spot and rounding out the top ten is Iowa. It's not hate. They're just not that good. Mm, Who are we talking about? Iowa, I uh, Both? Yeah, I was going to say, like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, I my, I was thinking Iowa. Like, it's... It's Caitlin Clark, and there's no Big Nano. <laughs> they got holes. I, 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 I still don't understand how those two are related, but that aside, I... I don't see how this team doesn't get exploited the same exact ways or worse than they did at points last year. And LS, I'll, I'll let y'all do LSU. LSU is a whole other bag of anything. Well, I said on the post-game show the other week that my child taking 30 shots a game is just not going to work because we gonna, we going to be in there. I got to shake her awake during draft night when they call her number one. She's going to be tired. And I don't like it. I don't like what Lisa Bluter is doing. Like, she's got my child out there looking like a Alabaster Arike. Uh, what was that, like, nine for 32 to get 27 points? Like, come on, man. Do better. So I'm not sold on Lisa Bluter. And the but, other, like, there's seniors playing with her. Gabby Marshall, Kate Martin. Like, these are girls who took fifth years. Do something, shit. Yeah, because then she gets in the press conference like, hmm, we should probably create some more shots for other people. You think? You think? Yeah, they don't have inexperienced players. You know what I'm saying? Molly Davis. I Thank you. Them, like a fourth or fifth year player. Like, it's, it's, it's not Caitlin and a bunch of, bunch of freshmen or underclassmen. 
Like they have, they still have continuity on that roster. It shouldn't be so Caitlin heavy. Unless they're trying to prove a point, their big nano agenda. Hmm. We'll monitor. Um, LSU at the nine spot. They're in the thick of their cupcake schedule. But, you know, I still like that lineup. Um, I, I was expecting it to be a rotation. I didn't mean for it to be starting this soon. But, uh, yeah, Michaela, Haley, Flage, um, Poa, and uh, Smith. They're doing their thing. Let's talk about the bottom of the rankings. <clears throat> um, what you call it? Mississippi State. Who who's in favor of them? My vote was for Washington. Me, I like Miss State. What you seeing from Miss State so far? Defense. Good guards. Good. Great, great coach building. I think they'll be. I think they'll be pretty solid by the time we hit SEC play. I don't know how solid, but I think I think they're working with something. Is Part Lane there? Or am I confusing that's color her. schemes? No, yeah. that's her. And um, the other. I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. The hmm. other from the Paul. Um, uh, Rogers, Darian Rogers. Yeah, her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got some uh, Ivy League love. What's going on with Princeton? Carla Barubi's a heck of a coach, man. And they lost, I think it was, what, UCLA that they lost to? I can't. They had a fight. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah right. they, they lost to UCLA. They were fighting. UCLA was fighting. There was a three-point loss. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to knock them for a loss like that. And, yeah, mm-hmm. they, I mean, this was a team that almost beat Utah in the tournament last year, they got a lot of talent back. Carla's a great coach. Like that, that Princeton team is gonna catch somebody this year. They're gonna be the world's scariest ten seed, I think. Okay, okay. They've been winning the Ivy League the last couple of years, right? Yeah, pretty much since she got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harvard, they were probably- already good. They were already good, right? Because that's like on the back of Bella Allery and her future commitment. That those years, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. but they've been good. They've kept it together. They're coming. They're coming for Tyler. I know. Couple that's of days. Thanksgiving Day. If Princeton might ruin my day. Excuse mm. me. They about to feast, is what you're saying? No. Oh, you got it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're gonna learn. Actually, we're gonna learn a bit about them with Oklahoma and Indiana back to back like that. Mm-hmm. Like if they're if they're legitimately legit, like we we are going to know early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good setting. Like because that's it's Indiana, Princeton, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. Like all in like the two days there. So that there's they'll be no home. It'll be some pretty. I was gonna uh, say. Yeah, no, it's well, it's that's all in the same tournament. At Princeton. We'll play, yeah, because we OU plays Princeton and then Tennessee the day after. So those, there'll be a good, there'll be a lot of good matchups between those four teams. Um, that I think we'll learn a, a lot about all four of them. Shoot, they darn near hosting with that strength of schedule. Watch out, um, Andrew. You mentioned that you were a fan of Washington, and also Washington State is in the top twenty-five. What are you seeing from both of the Washingtons? Well. 
Washington just they haven't played anybody, but they've beaten the brakes off everybody, and that's very different than what they've been the last few years. So we're we're monitoring. We're we're also monitoring five and O Cal and and Charmin Smith, whose seat has been on fire, but they went and got a SEC win at Auburn already, and so we, we are watching. And then Washington State has White Beyonce, and White Beyonce. <laughs> is the missing piece that nobody knows about yet. For those of you that don't know White Beyonce, White Beyonce played for Idaho. She played (laughs) in Moscow, Idaho, and was the best player in the big sky last year. And she was like like a 20 and 10 player. Beyonce B, that's her name. Um, And she, I've been saying for years now with this team, is Charlize Ledger-Walker. It's Bella Mercatete, and then they don't have anyone outside of those two. Like, Tuhina might give you a good game. Ula Matuga might give you a good game. But you're not always going to get a consistent third person that's always going to play. In comes White Beyonce. And if we get good White Beyonce for this entire season, Washington State is going to be scary because they'll have that third piece that they've needed. Are they going to be like a third weekend team? No. But could they mess around and be like a Sweet 16-ish team? Possibly. They're going to play a very down Maryland in a couple of days and we will find out more. So tune in for White Beyonce. Not Anne-Marie Lestrassi. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to have White Beyonce watch. Um. <laughs> yeah, we got. She's she's got to be a guest at some point now. Just just off the strength of of that promo alone. <laughs> yeah, because I'm locked in. NIL deals for Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows they need the First money right the now. Abby Park type. Abby, Abby Park tap in. <laughs> I was gonna say the White Renaissance tour. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> so let's talk about um potential snubs who who do y'all feel like should have made our top 25 that just missed the cutoff because i'll go first norfolk state is five and oh i hate to say it they beat my beloved pirates by six the other day but they you know beat william and mary radford app state like they got some they they doing their thing they five and oh and diamond's still not back yet so my vote was norfolk state don't they have like this stretch of like Auburn and some other um SEC teams coming up? Let me see. Are they about to be in the trenches? Uh they got ETSU, Minnesota, uh Wake, yeah, Wake Forest after Chicago State to start December off, then Auburn, High Point, UNC Wilmington, Longwood. They get in two of them power five games. Yeah. Oh, I think they could take Auburn. And Wake. Yeah, I'd also say keep an eye on uh Jackson State. They haven't really played anyone yet, but they've been scoring really high. They're defending really well, um, and they have some pretty decent upcoming matchups versus Kansas State. Uh, they play Mississippi State and they play Texas too. So, um, they got a good little schedule coming up, and they like to be challenged every year. And I think they can probably mm-hmm. steal and one or two of them. Put the, yeah. Put, put the gloves down. Last year, this time they were getting beat over the head. So I like the more like conservative, but like still competitive approach. You 
I know you're going to get an at-large if you do your thing in conference, you know? Uh-huh. They got a gauntlet of a non-con, though, when I'm looking at this. St. John's, K-State, Oregon State, Mississippi State, at, my, uh, at Miami, at Texas. You're in – oh, my God. It's five straight – They're going to win trips, some of those. five teams. God. Where are going Turn it up. Oh, that was one of the teams that we were that we were talking about last year that kind of get snubbed because they are mid major and mm-hmm. don't get good seating in the tournament. And I'm glad to see she kept doing it and didn't fall back. Yeah, them and Columbia. Mm-hmm. She said, "She said I'm no Kim Mulkey, <laughs> who she should have beat the other year. Justice for Jackson. Justice oh, for Jackson. Damn refs. Right. Um." Just last thing on uh, Norfolk State, Kira Wheeler, the post player that uh, Don Staley had high praise for, she's at about 15 and 9 right now. So she's still coming along. It's about to get scary in the MEAC. Be they play y'all in <laughs> this top of January. All right. <laughs> Next, please. <laughs> Next. <laughs> we just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the lights out as an SHM. Like, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. We already got our beat. <laughs> like, please. Golly, bro. They don't even so, sell tickets to our game. <laughs> so, I will say, I don't think it's a snub because I understand why everyone voted the way they voted, but I personally left Maryland in my top 25. I put them towards the bottom, but I did leave them in it because I feel like Maryland, you know, they got their struggles here and there, but they also played like a South Carolina team that is apparently way better than anybody ever thought they would be at this point in the season. And then they went to play UConn at home and UConn is also a different team when they're at home. Like, like honestly, when UConn be playing at home, I feel like they hit most of the unmakeable motherfucking shots ever in the world. So, like, I think you give this schedule to any other team in the bottom tier of the top 25, and they probably also get smacked. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I For me, I was like, let's give Maryland one more week, see what they do. I think they still have a really good schedule ahead and see what they can do. But uh, I, I kind of left them in the top 25. I got three three teams to watch and I'll, I'll segue it in the, in the same time. Five and O Penn state wins over Kansas St. John's on the road, Oklahoma state. They play USC this week. Um, Marquette who's four and O and beat Illinois earlier this year. I love their coach. Yep. She's, she's another one. That's like kind of like her. Carla proven track record. Like she's, she's legit. And then here you go. Shard. 5-0 TCU and rebounding 2010 machine Sedona Prince. They haven't played anybody yet, but the early returns look real good for my boy Mark Campbell and Shabby. Can we Ooh, buddy. Can I back? Ooh, back? Buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maryland is not that. I, I feel like Brenda always eventually will figure it out, but. That roster, I just don't know what's going on. Like, when I look at it, I'm just like, what are we doing? It's like we got the wrong people in the wrong spots. They look better in certain ways. You bring people off the bench, they look a lot better, but sometimes they don't play. You're running through one person, and that doesn't look good. We have no size. The girlies look 
a little thick and out of shape. It's just a lot. And I'm just like, it, I really be looking like, what is going on right now? Like, I just can't figure it out. Like, I, I can't figure Marilyn out. Like, I, I'm just, it's like a question mark. Like, I'm not really sure what's going on here. Bree, like Bree to me, they looked the best when Bree was hooping with the girlies. They had better energy. The defense was better. All of it was better, but that's not what we go with. I just, it's just so many questions to me. I just don't get it. Mm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, we will be monitoring that situation. Uh, Angie, we're about to get back to what you were saying, but first I would like to shout out Vanderbilt for holding down the SEC at 5-0. and I watched the other night. They had a thriller against Western Kentucky. Don't laugh. They pulled out the victory. Uh, Sasha Washington averaging a cool 18-10 and two assists. So, you know, they, that that um <laughs> that lower half of the SEC might be a fun race. I don't know. Um, they, she's a good coach, too. Another really good coach. Yeah. So shout out to Vandy, but um, I don't know, man. Way some of the middle of the pack SEC teams looking, Vandy might not even be a lower half SEC team this year. Like hmm. some of them, Delores I'll, said that early on. He said, like, team. I mean, the middle of the pack SEC teams haven't really been putting up and doing what a lot. Well, what I've expected them to do right out the gate. And I know it's early. So teams are figuring things out and all that stuff. But to me, Vandy, like their scoring is way better. It looks more cohesive and consistent. I think defensively they've looked good. Um, and I think they can make some things shake in SEC. So are we writing it down in the notes? Am I getting I my pen? Vandy will not finish. <laughs> Let me think of the teams that I know they'll be on top. Vandy will not finish in the bottom five. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Vandy. Don't let me down now. Shit. Because I'm, I'm, I'm with you. We're believing in the in Vandy. So Andrew. <laughs> I couldn't help I couldn't help but notice you mentioned uh TCU with uh now double double machine Sedona Prince. Oh, I'm back for this. <laughs> Look, Richard done got rid of the police cars. He done told all the, the uh, ambulances. Richard is the best it's been in the two and a half years we've been doing this spaces. Mm-hmm. He told the ambulances to stop. No more emergencies. He locked in. No echoes in the house. Nothing. Yep. He bought a so professional have... mic just for this. You want to? <laughs> you want to begin? No. Sean, mayor. <laughs> so you have six, seven Sedona, right? Up in Oregon, we watch her average, you know, single-digit rebounds, right? She gets a TCU. And all of a sudden, she want to get some 2020 games going. And the thing is, I said this before the season started. I was like, watch she go just to spite him. And I was, like, half joking because I didn't know she would try and spite him. But, like, we get a 30, what was it, 33 and 16? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference? I mean... 
I think we are at the point finally where there's no defenses to be made. I think there are explanations for how we've gotten to where we've gotten. But I don't think there's any defense anymore for where we're at with this current Oregon coaching staff. Pains me to say it. It's a good dude. But if even this player is leaving your program and doing what nobody thought outside of maybe TCU's coaching staff thought she would be doing this year is an extremely damning indictment. I, I could have understood it for the others, right? For someone like Sydney Parrish, getting getting closer to home, getting into a hometown program. I know she wasn't a huge fan of being in Eugene and how far from home she was during the pandemic. Ditto Maddie Schur. Those I could understand. I could even understand Tahina going to South Carolina, getting into a, a system that maybe fit her better and, and had a coach yeah. that better. I, I could understand those. Getting getting to this one, though, this one is the inexplicable, okay, there is a problem in Eugene with that staff, and we might be coming toward the end of the era here if things don't turn around. And then to follow it up by getting smoked by Santa Clara, you know, that roster's good. It's It's better than that. And so I I am at a loss now for trying to figure out where exactly the issue lies. And Shar's going to jump in and say, the issue is with him. Sure, the issue can be with him <laughs> at this point. But I, I thought it was fair to preach some patience, but now that we're getting into this sort of territory, how much where Sedona Prince is starting to look like Nikola Jokic, I don't know how much I can do with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how much did you need? How much time did you need to be like, all right, it's a problem in Eugene? Like, first of all, Sedona getting <laughs> twenty <laughs> rebounds. Actually, no, 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 no. <laughs> ring the alarm. You know how this is as far as I needed to get it. You know how Shawnee keeps her little notes. I keep my mental notes. When I was telling you that all of them were and have a great season at their new schools. You were completely against it. Now all of a sudden, I can see it. Oh come on! I wasn't. No, no, no. Hold on. I, 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 I look. Done caught you already. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't necessarily against the idea that they weren't going to be better elsewhere. I I knew that there were reasons why they weren't doing well where they were, but I didn't think that was solely on the coaching staff. Mm, sure. I'm at a point now where, yeah, I, I think it's probably solely on the coaching staff. But so knowing what... Here. what <laughs> knowing what went on in that locker room during COVID and through 2021 and 22, I had a feeling without outing folks that there were personalities in there that were causing trouble beyond things that the staff had the capability of handling. I will put it that so, way. So that's basically. the coach's fault. Exactly. Yes. Right. Oh, so yes. basically the coach can't oh, manage okay. personalities. Yes. And you're seeing it. You're seeing it now. You're seeing it play out now. That's why the oh, no, I've been I thought it was warranted. Seasons now. You just now seeing it. 
I'm more, I'm more patient than you. I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> so basically, yeah, no, no time like the present. It's okay. The girlies <laughs> can't handle the girlies. Yeah, yeah. I I think look, I think that staff was ill-equipped to handle the next phase of the pro of program building. And to be fair, to be fair, y'all up here have a coach who is one of one. And so there are many coaches in oh, college basketball. So thank you. That, <laughs> that was good, oh, Griff. That was good, Griff. But y'all know this. Like, Don, look, Don Staley is one of one. Don is Don is one of one in that she has been able to adapt as eras have changed, adapt to new rules, adapt to new styles, to new players, to recruit, to change, and to evolve. There's not a lot of coaches in this game. She is, but but I'm saying to put, and this is where, Shar, you and I disagree. I feel like you put Kelly and other coaches on the level of expectation of what Don has of like, well, he didn't evolve, but Don Staley did. Don's (laughs) one of one, so why, like, you can't compare. I don't, I I just think grown-ups to be able to handle kids. I do not put Kelly in the same combo as Don. I will never do that. Ever. I have a question. Because, Andrew, you mentioned that this um, staff was not capable of handling the next phase of growth. Didn't they ask Sabrina on staff to kind of help with that? Like, wasn't she supposed to be there as, like, some sort of... Elite, elite, elite. hey! Elite, elite. <laughs> like, wasn't she... That is... That is... Absolutely nothing. And I also remember one of the I got, I got coaches nothing getting for you. on here one day, like talking about NIL and how yep. the programs were doing yep. it, and it yep. was just real shady because it's just mm-hmm. either, like get with the times. Oh or yeah, or guys, yep. you know what I'm saying. I, what is Sabrina's I personality? Will... Shouldn't have one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I'm not even being funny, like because because that's what, a good what, point. What was your question? What what, what what is Sabrina's personality? Andrew, care to answer? He said he said it, <laughs> but I wasn't trying to be funny. I was being genuine because she she's brought on to help with stuff like that. But anyway, go ahead. So and we ain't seen her at one game, so that's why I'm kind of like, what are y'all paying her to do if now everybody is leaving? Because Richard meticulously took notes on all of the exports that Oregon has produced. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Oregon is the uh, or, Oregon's. It's the baby Dallas Wings over there. You go on to do great things. <laughs> the incubator uh, for all other good college basketball programs. Oregon is Juco? Hmm. Yo, that's crazy. Oregon prep? I don't know. But uh, we're seeing we're at the, what's the cap she at, was the director of athletic Oh, I, I'm not She's mistaken. No I think employed, that, by the way. 16, 17, between 16 and 18. Yeah, we were up there, and so she was the director of whom now? Athletic culture. Well, that's. And now I don't think that's a real position. No. So oh. they made a position for her to try and help alleviate some of this. The team gets big. Sedona, you know, points out some discrepancies uh, during the tournament. Yada yada yada, and then there's just no transition into the future. And wow. Nope. But also, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't think the critique is wrong of 
losing losing control of the players and not holding doing personnel decisions well. I mean, they they had to suspend a player for a year because they got in a bar fight. Like that that has happened there in the last three years. And the issue at hand, and look, in the chat, when Nared made those comments about NIL, I was like, oh, that's that's stupid. That's bad. And having, you know, Sabrina's dad get out there and say the Oregon culture isn't for everybody, you know, it's not entrusted to the weak, like that that stuff. Well, it sounds like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It, no, it yeah, sounds it, like it all kind of is, sounds like he they trying to be UConn of the West, except except you, except Gino is another one of one type, like realistically speaking. And coaching yeah. for everybody, okay, so, <laughs> sure. But I think, but I think Gino, I think coach at a different school because it sounds like he not cut like that. I mean, you could make the argument now that he's not. I mean, I don't necessarily know if past 2021 or 22 anybody was saying he was a final four cut coach your opinion is that he's been trash i don't think he's trash i I I just don't think he's carried by sabrina's class and i'm gonna stand on that like he got spoiled with that class and he was not able to do what he did with that dude like you have to coach the kids and you have to make the assistant coach hires like mark campbell didn't just walk up to, to Matthew Knight Arena and be like, oh, I guess I'm working here now. Like, he Listen, had to hire him and hire Chavi. Like, that's my point, dude. That like, another number one class and could not manage all of that talent. And look at them now. Okay. You're, you're going right by the he point I just made, bro. <laughs> and he can't run running by me. All right. Which means boot him out. It's time to all right. So, final, final whackings. Final whackings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take the floor, bro? I'm I'm not, I'm gonna send you the automated voice message if this continues. It's okay. You know I'm gonna be right back at you in the chat. Okay. <laughs> Final whackings for what? Andrew on this matter. Put it in the spam folder. Me and Shard are talking. Andrew and Shard can't can't talk without it being about Oregon. That's not even me. <laughs> I'll be talking. I'll be talking about like Norfolk State, and Shard will be like. Yeah, Norfolk State's doing well, unlike Kelly and Oregon. And I'm well, like, well hey, why? look, one look, one golden green team <laughs> is undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Behold the green and gold. Kelly Graves. <laughs> oh, sorry, man, you walked into that one. That is racist. Don't behold no green and gold for no Oregon. <laughs> no, that's Norfolk State. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about Oregon. I was about to say, oh, Heavens, no. no. <laughs> Not heavens. <laughs> so let's move on to a less controversial topic. LSU. So. That was a So we're getting pieces of details now to where we can maybe put together a picture uh so from what we know it's suspension um it sounds like it's a team disciplinary issue um Mulkey posed the question when you discipline your kids do you tell everyone and it's like well my kids my kids. <laughs> all american national champion like what 
and I kind of do. Like, I get on this stage and tell all the time when I discipline my kids. So, and so does B. We ask him not to. <laughs> I just, like, literally starve his. Like, <laughs> and it gets <laughs> wild. Yeah. Wait, what? I heard B. What What I, what I missed? My, my service is Your kids. Nah, Moki said, uh, when you discipline your kids, do you tell the world? And I was like, we kind of do. <laughs> Especially yes. you. My children, I have star children, no. though, so they don't need much discipline. Mm-hmm. However, there was one time I, I decided not to cook for one of them because okay. it was just really showing out. Outside of that, the rest of my kids are stars. Yeah, because they spend stars. most of their time at Yana's house. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. And you know what? I'm using all of this as documentation for court. I'll keep yes. <laughs> but getting back to Moki, she's now in the pressers um, getting pretty indignant. Um, at the thought of being asked these questions, and it's kind of like, yeah, come ask, and then you're like, how dare you ask me this question? Look, you told us to come here. You told us to wait till post game. What are we? What? And then it's spread to social media discourse, where it's like, y'all don't need to know everything that's going on in their locker room. Blah blah blah. And I'm kind of like, we were not ready for this amount of growth. The women's game still. I think people, well, people are incapable of thinking. Oh, I I don't think people critically think. I don't want to say people are stupid, but I, you know, I do. I do think people don't think critically. I do think people just see things simple, black and white, and they don't acknowledge gray areas. I think people assume maybe because that's who the people that they are that. Everything has to be drama. Y'all just want to know what's happening, this, that, and the third. I think people assume that because people have said things about Angel and, oh, well, maybe she needs to do have a better jump shot. Oh, well, maybe she shouldn't act a certain way. Doesn't mean that uh, they can't double back and say that she deserves better from our coach. I feel like a lot of people in itself, I, let, me, let me just, I'm just going to say what I want to say. I feel like for a lot of people, white, uh, who may not understand. I think the black experience can be layered. I can look at you and say, "Now, nah, now, nah, baby, I want you to do better. I want you to tighten up. I want you to do that." And also, on the other token, say, "Baby, you need protecting. Put a sweater on that baby arm. She need a jacket on. You know what I mean? It's layered. I don't have to kiss her ass and then to say, you know, she needs to be protected. Now, me on the other hand, I've been Team Angel. I've been standing up a team, you know, for Angel for a very long time, but it's it's a duality to it. I don't have to I don't have to agree with everything Angel does as a young woman. I don't I can say, baby, you need to do better and also say, oh no, you need to handle her better as somebody. You know what I mean? Like and I think people can't understand that duality. And that's what I mean by people aren't smart. That's why I refuse to have these conversations with some people because some of y'all can't think critically. Y'all have no depth. Y'all have no range. You're just not the girl, them girls for real. Like, if you want to make things black and white, you leave that shit where you at and let people say what they got to say. But you, it's duality. It's not It's not black and white. That's all I got to say about this. Hit the air horn on that. Hit the air horn, the DJ siren, all of this stuff. Because facts. And I think it, like, I, I agree with that. And I think, uh, it's working in tandem with another issue we've been talking about with this idea of like handling the women's game with kids gloves. Cause like, as soon as people started like noticing little things in the marketing between like, you know, Anissa and Haley, it turned into like, why are y'all worried about our team? And I was like, Hmm, 
the team that just celebrated 1 million followers that just won a national championship that is At like the highest profile watching right? like, hello y'all are <laughs> thank you and this is one of the side effects that comes with caring and comes with being a high profile team that there's going to be a spotlight on you at all times. And, you know, the game grew with that series. I'm going to give them that. But it's like you you got to be able to handle that growth. And we've been talking about how Moki handles things for some time now. Because we, we said this on the post-game show. Like, Kim Moki is very charismatic. That's how she gets away with a lot of the stuff she does. So if she really wanted to pivot and she really wanted to, you know, say something that would, you know, get the people off of her, she could have been did that. She could have been made something up and then, you know, hit her little folksy talk and got out of there. But she didn't. So now the adults needed to be adults, right? So the mom's bickering on social media, that didn't help anybody at all because that's how the speculation starts. But then, like we said, she opened the door last year in that press conference, remember, when they was asking about national awards. So you've already, like, have some breadcrumbs coming here, and then you're not squashing things. So I'm, it's a very interesting situation. Um, And then Angel tweeted yesterday, uh, what'd she say? Like, don't believe everything you hear? Everything you read, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at her already learning from her WNBA counterparts. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just, it's just so unfortunate. And I, and like I said, once again, I don't, I don't want Kim Oki to come spill all that girl business because it's not our business. And first of all, how do you know that I don't already know for one, but two, like just put people already handle Angel so terribly. Whether you think she deserves it or where she doesn't, the whole shit around um, the thing last year with the "you can't see me" thing versus her and her and her and Caitlyn, like. She already gets handled so horribly. And I feel like in that, like, people are going to say what they want to say regardless, right? But in that, all you can say is, boom, she, hey, violated the team rule. She's still a part of this team. We want her here. You know, just just like you said, she's charismatic. Have a better tone. Have a better word choice. I'm I'm an English teacher, baby. All of that shit matters. I teach my students. Pay attention to people's tone. Pay attention to their word choice. Pay attention to all of that when they're speaking. It matters. Like I just feel like she could just handle her so much better to shield her from some of this shit. But it just she just don't give a fuck, and that's kills me. Exactly, because I'm in that press conference. Like, imagine you're 21 years old with a million dollars. What you doing? Exactly. Angel is better off than. Imagine me right now with a mill. Hello. I'm losing my mind. I'm not gonna be here right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So even if you got to, like, divulge some details, like, we're getting some stuff together, she's still, like, better off than I would have been at that age with that fame and that money. Boom. We're in. We're out. We keep it moving. But now you're dragging it out, and it just gets worse and worse. Sharithia, hello. Hello. Let me... Ooh, sorry. I didn't have a shot. Let me... Let me talk about my kids. Let me talk about my kids. Time out. Did you come staggering on this stage? Oh, my goodness. It's the holidays, bitch. Okay. So, my my first issue with Kimberlyn Moe is that... Oh, my God. People on teams get suspended, failed drug tests, cheating classes... Miss curfew all the fucking time and no, all of the programs every year. 
and we rarely hear about it. You know why? Because they keep that shit in house and they just say such and such violated team policy, team rules, whatever the fuck, they'll be back next week or two weeks from now. How fucking hard was that? But no, your ass keep getting up here sneezing and coughing and giggling and shit and letting people <laughs> think that that girl has done God knows what under the sun because you won't fucking protect her from public perception. That's my first issue. My second issue is there's too many fucking white people in black business talking about it's not that big of a deal. Kim is handling how to, ain't nobody fucking asked you. When black women are talking about how black women are be per, being perceived by the public, it's time for you to shut your ass up, sit in the back seat and take notes because we didn't fucking ask you for your opinion on this. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> Kim is handling it the way she sees fit, and Kim is doing what she thinks is no. Kim is a white woman who is able to use Angel as a fucking shield for that shitty ass program culture that she has bit. Because you guess what? Y'all read that fucking article with the offer to Cambridge. You can have $2 million and your ass ain't got to go to class after freshman year. And you can't then yeah. turn around and throw Angel under the bus for having a bunch of money and not going to fucking class. That don't make sense. And see, this is also part of the problem because is she now doing the things that you have allowed her to do when it was fine and it was getting you famous? Exactly, because it was all fucking crowns and TikTok dances and fucking free smoke tour. Mm-hmm. when it was benefiting y'all but now it's oh well and another thing I know how you bitches is dumb because y'all gonna see the girl get benched for the second half and y'all asses immediately talk about some damn great y'all think Kim logged her ass on blackboard at halftime it was like this girl ain't playing well let me see what this transcript on that bench. Like, are y'all slow? <laughs> no, they must be. Hey, no, they hand-delivering it. She got the stat sheet in the transcript. <laughs> the progress report. The... <laughs> like, coach, coach. Coach, we got 12 turnovers and she fell in biochem. Help! But also for the people that are paying attention, they would see that Angel kind of retweeted that little TikTok that was like basically saying, when you try and play big guard and get benched or whatever, she retweeted that or reposted that on TikTok. So it's definitely not great. Like people gotta be a little smart Rashard, here. what is her retweeting that damn thing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't piss me off. Don't I'm just saying. Relax. Detective Shard is on the case. Whoa, hit him again. Brandon, it's not that funny. It's not. But no, and see, that's the thing. But when the um go ahead, go ahead. People are trying to say that she got benched because of grades. And what I'm saying is if you look in that closely at all the mess, you would see that she's kind of co-signing like the fact that she was benched because of her playing, quote unquote, a big guard out there on court. But see, the thing is about the grades, we didn't make that up. I don't we didn't. No, but the, and that's what I'm saying. So like Moki's got to 
Yes, that happened, and it wasn't your fault because you can't control nobody's mama, but it already got out there. So that's part of protecting these players. Like when something happens, you got to know how to do damage control and crisis management. And like we, <clears throat> my colleagues just eloquently stated, crisis management for black women is going to look a little bit different. And this is what I was saying. When they lost, Haley Van Lift should have been right up on there talking. Mm -hmm. Where's your smoke? Where are your smoke samples? You said you were handing them out. Where are they? But, you know, you have Michaela out there. And, yes, she had a great game, but she should not have been the face of that loss. I didn't like that. Then you start doing little whisperings about leadership and this, that, the third. And it just it snowballs from there. Yana. Well, and, that's, and that's what you brought Van Lith in there for, too, partially. Like, lead guard to be the person to also step out front. So if you don't have her step out front, then what exactly – are you doing to instill a culture of leadership within the team in the first place? And and to the point of the apparatus failing, these players and and Angel and and Flage and all of the all of these other stars on this LSU team, like where are your assistants? Where are your people around? Like I know you've got Coach P Diddy on Twitter. Here. Yeah, Coach P Diddy's out here on Twitter doing. Wait 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 wait! wait. Not P Diddy. Not not video. this week, Andrew. Please. <laughs> not, ooh, man, not Perry. Not perhaps. No, Andrew trying to think of another rapper. That's what the problem is here. <laughs> no, I was wondering. I was, He's of a certain <laughs> age. <laughs> no, I was wondering on how much potential could there be there, but I'm not going to get libeled. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Like, you are more than happy to be a part of all of the nastiness and now it, it's still like, Oh, it's still a joke. I like, if you go look on, on some of their coaches and their uh, like bench apparatus, like folks, like, they're, they're still treating this like a joke. And that's what I don't necessarily like about all of this is that, yeah, this might be a joke for you because you're losing these kids after a year and they're going to move on and do whatever. But the lasting impact on these kids is what's important. And that's the thing about this program that LSU fans might think like, oh, y'all are just trying to come at us because of Kim. Well, she makes your program unlikable. And the people around here also make your program unlikable. So maybe look inward to that before blaming it on everybody else. Because if it's a plurality of folks that think your program has assholes leading it, Ooh. then it's not going to be everybody else's problem. What was this with Kelly? Oops. Okay. Yana. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess kind of just to piggyback, piggyback off of what Andrew was saying when he brought up um, like some of the assistant coaches and like for me with this whole situation, I've been just kind of annoyed at the people around Angel that to me I feel like are kind of failing her um, and starting with, you know, the assistant coach, he is always on social media, right? Like always on social media, always in the midst of mess, had no problem using social media and riding this high that Angel's been on since the Final Four last year and just being so involved in her social, trying to be on her TikToks, trying to post up in her lives with her, always on Twitter, tweet retweeting the NIL shade that was thrown between um towards Aaliyah in order to big up Angel, like always on Twitter. And in the moment when she really needs somebody to just stand up and be like, that's not it. 
And that's all I can, like, I don't really, really care at this point what Kim may have told them to say or not say on social media, but at, like, you are making your living on kind of just being the person always on social. And I think he should have been somebody that steps up and just say something on Angel's behalf because you've been riding her since she's kind of gotten this fame. And honestly, same with her mama. Like, I haven't seen her mom say anything on her behalf yet. And to me, that's crazy. Like, people are dragging this girl name through the mud, and y'all there when everything is high, and you there when you can throw shade at other people and kind of dog other people. Like, you ain't got no problem retweeting and giggling at somebody else's NIL valuation being lower than hers. You ain't got no problem retweeting and giggling about some other shit about other players. But when it's time to step up, for your child or your player and actually use social media for good to help her, you know where to be found. I have a problem with that. Got no problem going after Tyler at the final four. All right. So Shay, what is, um, <clears throat> you'd like to add? Uh, I agree with Yana and to her point, like on top of the coaches and all of the circle, it's somebody's damn job at that school to make sure if it is grades, to make sure that her ass is passing enough so this isn't a problem. So whoever that person is should also have their feet held to the fire. But the last thing I want to say is I've seen people talking about some, well, y'all just hate Kim and y'all going after him. Yes, girl, we don't fucking like her. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like her. And it's not like we don't have reason not to. She was shitty to the best player she's ever coached. So little girl, we don't like Kim Mulkey. And we're going to come after her and we have good reason to. Like y'all just, oh. cause bro, I'm sorry. I I told I said this the other day. I said I'd be on my Jada if I was one of them reporters, and she get the coffin time about well, happy Thanksgiving. We're suing because <laughs> why are you doing this? You coughing and sneezing and doing all of that time about yeah, it might be COVID, but I'm not getting texts. Yes, that's nasty. That's so gross. Like, making a COVID joke is insane, like, for real. Exactly, but then y'all are like, well, y'all just don't like her. Look at the material. And but also the, the, the kind of COVID joke, because like, I saw hand. some of y'all being very elementary in your um, critical analysis, like Lo would say. Making a joke about people <laughs> potentially dying and saying COVID is staying around for longer it's than insane. I'd like is way fucking different. Hello? Hello? <laughs> So they try to get me up out of here. Fuck them all. But we're they haters. Get though, you out of here. But yeah, God that was for sure. We're haters. I mean, so God bless everybody in Baton Rouge down in the bayou. I don't know what to tell y'all. I hope everybody get on the court or everybody don't get on the court. I don't know. But we're haters. So I'm about to start making the mac and cheese. I don't know what the hell to tell y'all. Okay, Auntie. I see you. <laughs> okay. Okay, Let, me chop, let me chop up my collars. <laughs> Stop before Lolis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no man, no food. <laughs> God dang. dang what life is life? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> We're gonna move on to um tournament recap. What y'all which tournament? That's what I'm trying to figure out. 
The one, the one old Mitchell again. The Bahamas. Oh, the Bahamas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took a good pause after that. You're like, no, wait a minute. You were pivoting and went straight out of bounds. Because I was about to just lob it and be like, how'd y'all feel? And then someone was going to be like, well, which tournament? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, it's only November. What's she talking about? I was Look, like, I'm reading the <laughs> notes. <laughs> I'm just the host. Exactly. <laughs> I'm reading what is written. And we are supposed to talk about a tournament recap after Angel Reese. So, <laughs> yeah, Bahamas tournament. Old Miss, uh, you know, it was, they dropped, what, 11 spots at the beginning of the season, um, you know, bounced back to win the Bahamas tournament. Do we feel like this is the start of a corner turn? Um, uh, corner, turning the corner. Oh, no, they, they walking straight down the block, but they ain't turning no corner. Okay. <laughs> Which block are we sure? <laughs> the block to hell. Okay. Right. Um, no, I mean they they played really great defense against Michigan. Like, I mean, Michigan didn't do anything too incredible either. It was pretty much just Felia off screens and praying. Um, but they dominated the paint in that game. So there was definitely like a lot of positives to take um from the defensive side of the ball uh in that game, but there there's still a lot more room for growth, um, uh, before I say like full on corner turn, I feel like. Okay, okay. Are they at least facing in the right direction? <laughs> yeah, no. I'd say so. All right. That wind did not move me. And why not, Rashard? Defensively, as long as you can I hang on your defense, defense, defense you're in a good, good place. Their defense, hell. I think yeah. with, with your defense, in my opinion, when your defense is that solid, it don't matter. If I could hold you to two and I could just get the three, mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> The way they dominated the paint like, was – was wild in that I think like the first half it was like 18 paint points to zero or something crazy like that so like I mean like they they were doing their thing on the defensive end and that alone can keep you in games um so obviously there's still a lot more growth to be had but I think they're definitely in the right direction and their perimeter guards are like extremely long so it makes their defense really tough to kind of move around and uh I think you know a lot of teams are so far this season are struggling on the defensive side and so if you already kind of got your defense where you want it to be and you can only get better, that helps because defense is going to help while you try to figure out whatever you got offensively. Have they provided an update on KK? No, I haven't seen anything. She did try to go back in a little bit. It was slower. So initially it looked really bad, but the fact that she was able to come in, I, I think that's okay. The, um, I don't know about what direction the team facing, but my kid Madison Scott, she facing in the right direction. She doing she doing her business. Yeah, she is. I ain't see the Michigan game, but that Howard Jones, if Destiny Howard didn't tear her ACL, Howard would have got them. Howard was fucking hooping. I like um Kennedy Ty Williams fit at Ole Miss a lot better too. I didn't I didn't particularly like her with North Carolina. Um. Uh-huh. 
just her style of play just fits a lot better at Ole Miss to me. Not not that she was bad at North Carolina because I feel like no, 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 yeah, but like whatever, where, but she fits their their like when you think of a player that represents Ole Miss, I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, it just made sense. Like when it just it just clicked. Okay, okay, guys, Ioka Lee is back. Tyler, you want to take this one? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, she's hooping. Like, I I was pretty high on Kansas State coming into this year. I was interested in seeing, um, obviously, Aoka's out all of last year with an injury, and their perimeter play um, was forced to do things. You know, like, I mean, every year before that with with Lee there, it's just been give the ball to Aoka and let her do her thing, you know? Um, so I've, I've been, I was intrigued coming into this season, seeing the, um, one, how Ioka looked coming off an injury like that and two, how the perimeter play, uh, had developed. And I like what I'm seeing so far. I, I think Ioka looks like herself, which is fantastic. Um, and Gabby Gregory is legit. She had a, a really bad game against Iowa. Um, but I like a lot of their perimeter play and, uh, they're dangerous cause they're, they're more balanced than they have ever been. Um, in Lee's time at Kansas State. So I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, who's the, the freshman girl? Because she came in and played really well for them down the stretch, too. Um, she's an in, um, in-state um, product she's from Kansas. She's from Kansas. Um, she played really well. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Oh, Guys, mark your calendars. Um, January 17th, Kansas State at TCU, the Purple Rebound Bowl. <laughs> I, I want to see a hundred rebounds. I, I, I got to see it. That's <laughs> uh, that's a premier match matchup. Walker is the the freshman that came in. I think she had like twelve points or something like that. Yeah, twelve points against Iowa. Like that's just an, like I I'm really excited to see how just in general that that team looks and like and and Lee. I think they said on the broadcast on the Iowa game she's only been playing contact for like three weeks now or something like that, like full contact. So she's still kind of working herself in to full-on game shape and things of that nature. So, presumably, it's only going to get better. And, uh, like I said, they beat Iowa, who was overranked, but still a good team. Watch your mouth. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> with, without Gabby Gregory, who was their their best player last year. Like, she was, like, 0 for 9 or something like that. So, And they still haven't gotten good Serena Sundell games yet either, really. It, she's, 100%. She hasn't shot the ball particularly well, but she's been their – probably their only guard the last two years. Like, mm-hmm. she's legit. They they got a lot of weapons, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because the averages right now for the guards isn't great. And I, I, they were going to go down, obviously, bringing Lee back. Um, I, I think that there's still a point to having balance on that team. Like, obviously, when it's when you need a bucket, you go to Lee. But I, I'm interested in seeing how they um, kind of handle her coming back throughout this, this season. Because they have talent on that perimeter that they haven't had with her uh, during her time in college. I wonder how many people hear you talking at Andrew and think like you're just running to a different microphone or something. He's throwing his voice. Use them in the chat. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm, it won't be the last time. I know it. But no, clip this audio. They're talking to each other. <laughs> Noted. We, Can't we wait till we go to Cleveland people. and at least four people are like, "Wait, you're two different individuals." Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. I can't wow. wait till I call you out a wrong name anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna happen. Johnny. <laughs> uh, folks, the committee put out some new words today. 
Uh oh. Beep, 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 beep. Committee print. Committee print. <laughs> Our um oh boy. highly qualified professionals hopped on their typewriters and clickety clacked away. <laughs> like muffin and in their phone. I still can't <laughs> believe you put Shar words before mine. I'm disgusted. <laughs> See, and that was a thing. Because I was like, we're going to go in order, but I don't think we should. <laughs> no. No, do not. Jumped me. over that black woman and put his text Yana. right there. That's Yana. crazy. Yana. So we're going to start with the rightful order and go Yana. <laughs> It was really an accident. I had like five minutes left. Y'all know? Yeah, and no, that's the problem. That's the problem. Anyway, the prompt Mm -hmm. was, of this upcoming 2024 (laughs) WNBA draft class, who is the most complete player so far? Yana, the floor is yours. I will not be sharing my thoughts. Go to the committee site and read them on your own time. So you can get the clip and the views. So I will not be sharing my thoughts. <laughs> All right. Not a little so mystery. Oh, I like it. The commercial. It's cut. Okay. What a tease. Wow. That was that was great. Oh, yeah. Tune in next time. Push that. Uh, Tay is not here, but Tay went with her. Like this uh, answer is very on brand because the- it is not on the, um, you know, it's it's not completely off the beaten path because Tay still knows what she's talking about. But it's like, you know, it's one that, hey. Maybe I hadn't thought of it this way. Yeah, Click the article popular. and see who she said. Not the most popular. So I, um, I, like, I like the pickup. Not y'all being vague. No, they don't like me to be vague. Tyler what? just put some eye emojis. I don't yeah. know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, you have to. It's like a, the Stewie emojis. You have to decipher my pick. I think we <laughs> should let. That's what you put. I think we should let the people on stage who didn't. Respond ooh, to the question. Ooh, I beg your pardon. Let's start with He got a lot to say. Because people can go and read ours, but they don't know what's in y'all head. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Not the straight. Hold on, I'm driving. I'm about to lose service right quick. So I'll go first. <clears throat> in my opinion, I think the most complete player in the 2024 WNBA draft class is Rakia Jackson. Since entering college, Jackson has added layer after layer to her game. Are you waiting? Not only <laughs> are you reading? Are you just reading? I'm over here clapping. I'm like, wait. That's really yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> plagiarism. Oh, I was using Chat GPT. What happened? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But no, um. For me, it comes down to Rakia. Like, we've known for a minute that she can go, right? Like, she can carry an offense. She can lock in, lock on defense. She has a very solid skill set. But Cameron Brink, man, it, she, it's My it's between the two. Yeah, because, like, we had to get that foul thing under control. That's Andrew's daughter, not yours. Stop it. Oh, my. Well, you know she gravitates to all the... Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, it to me, it comes down to those two. Oh, like, obviously, my daughter still has flaws. Um, You know, doesn't like playing on one particular side of the ball, but... We're gonna we're gonna get it squared away. Hey, I also think like Rakia, her case is like even 
stronger because of like what happened with uh, the coaching staff last year and her minutes and her playing time. And then like what she did in the summertime for USA basketball. You know what I mean? Like, like she's really had to play through adversity, uh, play through people playing in her face. And it's like, you still can't deny mm-hmm. her. So it sounds like she'll be perfect for the aces. But also that like <laughs> she can she can she can adapt, right? Like she can adapt and still shine in any kind of situation. Like and in the W, right? Like the expectation, especially for a player of her size and like where she's projected to play, it's like, can you just come in and contribute? And like I think she can because that's all she's ever done. Or Lord, I come to you asking. Keep her away from the wing. She's been through enough. Oh, yeah, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ain't the only team. Well, Listen, if she's not with the wings, I'm fine because hell no. Keep she her out of the ball at all. So what about yeah. Phoenix? That was it. Keep her out of Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Phoenix, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Amen. I don't got no experience. <laughs> uh, low or B, would you like to go next? I do think that it comes down to those two. Um, Obviously, I feel like for ticket sales, if she were to come out, and I mean, she's a great offensive player for sure, but she's going to get beat down on defense. Caitlin Clark is probably going to be a lot of people's uh, number one choice. <clears throat> but I think with both sides of the ball, you have to really look at, and, and then with the size, Rakia or Cameron Brink. I really think that those two, and then especially with most people thinking, as we said earlier, that Stanford was going to have this abysmal year with, you know, the loss of all the pieces that they, um, you know, who either graduated, went on and transferred elsewhere. I think that Cameron is a big part of, she is a huge part of their success so far to start this season. And you and the foul, that foul trouble is under control. She could very well be number one. Well, she's still I, working on that foul trouble, but yeah. For me, Richard, don't get to talk about nobody big now. We're not going to chat. We're going to chat. Okay. Now, um, I would say, I, I think for me, it's I don't know what Paige, what Caitlin, I don't really know what any of them are doing. Um, Caitlin for me just wouldn't be my choice because she's just not gonna play the other side of the ball, and I feel like we've seen this experiment before with Sabrina. So while she get she'll get picked high, she wouldn't be my first choice. Um, other than that, it kind of depends on what you need. I'm not sure if Paige is coming out, but I could see somebody picking a Paige. Uh, I really like Rakia. You know me, I like dogs, somebody who's going to work. And, you know, like when you first get to the league, you're not, they're not really going to be asked you to carry the load, the score for most teams. So, like we said, we just need somebody that can get in there and battle, rough people up, not going to be scared and be a dog. So, it's going to be somebody with a dog mentality to me. And that's Rakia or Cameron as well. I can, and I, I, once again, it wouldn't be my pick, but I can even see somebody picking up Camilla because of her size, but it wouldn't be mine. And I think all of those, like that dog, all of those teams who are picking need a dog. And a player that hasn't been mentioned, I don't think she's like most complete, but she is a player that's really, really good. Uh, but she kind of been blowing me to start the season, though, so I don't know. <laughs> but Aaliyah Edwards, to me, like if it was, if we were coming from last season, yeah, I, I would include her in that conversation. But to start the season, she kind of been like, out of me. I don't know what she got going on. She pissing me. Yeah. She, I watched her the other day, like, this girl's really pissing me off. Especially because of what we seen last year. Like, right. if she can get back to that level, I would even throw Aaliyah Edwards in that conversation. Agreed. Yeah. I like 
see, I, I like Aaliyah Edwards. It's not surprising. And I feel, shush. Anyway, <laughs> I just feel like she has been getting some slow starts because the way the offense is being run this year. And it's like so heavy on like page, page this, page it's that. Not- Nah, we haven't missing layups too, Shard. She has missed some yeah. layups, but I feel like she has a slow start, but she finishes the game off like but, you know, but, yeah, that we always it tracks. I think sometimes when we and I think this is a, a thing in general that people don't understand. I know come from my perspective. A lot of times from my perspective, when I say you don't look good, you're not hustling. You you letting rebounds, your defense slacking. You look like you don't you don't you're just don't even know why you're out there. You just going with emotions. I feel like when Aaliyah played last year, a lot of times she was locked the fuck in on defense, doing everything. But sometimes I'll be watching her like like I'd be excited when Ice come in the game because Ice be bringing more intensity than Aaliyah does. So a lot of times it's not even just making shots for me. It's that intensity that you bring. It it, it, it hasn't been the same with Aaliyah this season. Yep. Okay, question for the stage, because obviously um, our question deviates a little bit from this, but, like, the debate over who's going number one is always contested. Excuse me. What do y'all think makes – what do you think Paige is missing? Because she hasn't been mentioned in this most complete player injuries. conversation. Okay. I really think that injuries, while she's still a great player – I think yeah. is is going to scare some people. That's why I said it depends on what you need. I would pick Paige, but I pick Paige over Caitlin every day of the week. Mm. Period. That's not a hard decision for me at all. Okay. Yeah, the injury concern would be my thing, especially because of if you're if you're picking Paige, it's because you're all the way at the top and you're in need yeah. of a player right now, mm-hmm. and so you have to have that concern of the quick turnaround as well. When it comes from college to W season, is she going to be ready to go? Is her body going to be ready to go? Is she going to be available? And then you think long term too, like the injuries and stuff. It's a, it's a little concern. Yeah. Like, can she handle those? Like, majority of the point guards are g- bigger, grown, stocky women. Can she handle that banging right away after a college season? I think so. That'd be, that's my only concern. Other than that, I think she's pretty complete. All right. Well, folks, we're coming to the end of the show. Some matchups to look for uh, later this week. Tomorrow, Belmont and Stanford. Eh. Hold on, because isn't Big Tootie still there? I wish old girl was still there. Um, yeah. Well, Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Well, they still got big two. (laughs) See, with Tootie Jones versus Cameron Brink in the matchup we've all been waiting for. Uh, Ohio State and Oklahoma State. I got to find some. What channel is this Baja Mar Pink Flamingo channel? I was looking earlier. Channel, that shit going to be on Flowboo. Uh, Have they been streaming all of their games or just select? No, select and they turn it off. And they don't tell tell you before that they're going to go live with it. It just randomly pops up on the They're trying to get y'all $30. I know. We'll be getting mine this year. It ain't going to happen. (laughs) I will steal their cameras first. I want to (laughs) see. Southern Cal play Penn yeah, State. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to be a really good one. My daughter. Choo-choo! 
Oh my god. <laughs> Go that he kicked oh wait, out. she ain't even clear. Exactly. Diamond came attack of her. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. <laughs> Be at a pediatrician no, asking her, like, well, what's your allergies? Okay, well, how how old are you? When's your birthday? <laughs> oh my god, B. <laughs> She's allergic to oranges. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I also posted in the chat or on the summer jam screen again. Um the committee is in the Christmas spirit, our AAU Christmas giveaway. So if you know a team, pass this along. Tell them to fill out the necessary paperwork. Is it on the summer jam screen for y'all? Yes, yes it is. Ma'am. Yeah, it's there. Ho, okay, ho, cool. Ho. You know, and like help us help somebody out. So with that being said, if all hearts and minds are clear. Wait, 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 wait. One thing, one thing, Uh-oh. one thing, one thing. In the, the spirit of this week, I just want to say thank y'all to everyone that uh, supports us and everything. And we really appreciate y'all and the fact that we're able to actually go and give back to the women's basketball community that we love and ultimately like what we do this for is super dope. And none of that happens without all the support y'all been showing to the spaces, the articles, and the YouTube. Um, so make sure y'all y'all stay And the merch. And the merch. Absolutely. The whole website. Um, so just want to say thank y'all in the spirit of, of the week. Yes, if we were to go around the table, we would be we thankful raised, for we y'all. We raised him right, guys. We raised him right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stop posting and delete. Okay. All right, so we know you're not the father. <laughs> Never the father. Yeah, no kids. But y'all have a happy holidays. Be safe, and we will talk to y'all later. UCLA, UConn on Friday, big agenda game. Oh, absolutely. And get well, get well to AZ. Richard, please. <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's the first time I like a, a mountain this- lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jessica.